This is the Jocko Underground Podcast number 45 with Echo Charles sitting across the table from me. And just to give a little bit of just some perspective that we were talking about to everyone. Um, Right now, the date is the 18th of March. And looking at the war as it unfolds in Ukraine. And one of the things that I just wanted to bring a sort of very ground level tactical view to is the way I think there's some things that are going to have a big impact on that on that war. Um, One of them is snipers. And the reason I bring this up is because snipers which in task unit bruiser we used very effectively against the enemy in Iraq the the psychological impact of snipers cannot be overstated it is a massive psychological impact we certainly got reports from the enemy you know we would intercept reports or we'd get gather human intelligence that would say that the the enemy the insurgents in Ramadi were horrified of snipers and what makes it so horrifying is that you it's kind of, i guess it's it's almost the uh, 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 there's an equivalency between a sniper and a roadside bomb mm-hmm. in that you're just minding your own business you're doing you know you're doing you're be you're doing your bad guy stuff you're out there doing your bad guy stuff and you think you're going to get away with doing your bad guy stuff and you're not scared of anyone because you kind of operate without without any fear because you don't even see you don't see any any American forces around you're just out there being a bad guy mm. maybe you're with your buddy and you're out there doing bad guy stuff you're digging a hole in the road or you're maneuvering to a fighting position or whatever and all of a sudden your friend's head just disappears and you don't know how it happened. You don't know where. You didn't hear a boom, right? Mm. So you don't hear Do the gunshot. You, you may or may not. Yeah, yeah. Depending on how far you are. Or maybe you hear it a second later or yeah. two seconds later. Mm. And and then you look to respond. And you don't see anything. You, you know what you see is you see windows. So imagine you're walking down the street. Imagine you're walking down the street in San Diego. In downtown San Diego. You've been to downtown San Diego. You worked at the at the bar, right? Yeah, that's true. So imagine you're standing out in front of your bar in San Diego. You're being your bouncer, <laughs> right? Sure. And and imagine how many how many windows and doorways can you see? Yeah. Thousands. Yeah. yeah. It might be thousands, right? It's more than it's thousands. Probably it's probably like ten, maybe 10,000. Given, yeah, like well, 10,000. Be, because 000. the angles, it, it may not be... It's not infinite, but there is a really hard, a very large number. Because mm-hmm. it's not just the building across the street or the next building down or the next. It's like six buildings down. Yeah, more than that. It's every building you can see. It's every building you can yeah. see. Yeah. And the rooftop and the windows. So we, now imagine that the previous day when you were doing your bouncing job, you were standing out there with your friend Fred, and all of a sudden Fred's head just disappeared. And now it's now it's the next day, and you're going to work. How do you feel? Yeah, yeah. You're not going to feel good about that. No, no. So, we would hear those reports when we were in Ramadi of of fear, 
psychological fear. Also, there were some what we called enemy sharpshooters. So we didn't call them snipers because they weren't they weren't like full on, fully capable snipers. But there were some damn good shots, and they 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 made some shots. Mm-hmm. And we would hear about those in the whole area of operations, like. For instance, here's one report that started coming down was that there was a, an enemy sharpshooter that was shooting and aiming for the groin. That's what he was aiming for. And and so this was like, you know, just to give that psychological fear. There was these weird stories about uh, like Chechen snipers. So now you're thinking, oh, it's this is a person that's been trained for this kind of thing. So I think that well, the, the Ukrainians have very good actual snipers, and it is taking a toll on the Russians. And here's the thing, from a, you know, I, start, I st- started off by saying like, hey, I wanna bring this down to a tactical perspective, but now I wanna think, think about this from a strategic perspective. If you've got 100 snipers, you got 100 snipers, and each one of your snipers is killing three a day, three enemy a day. Now you've got a, a, a friendly force or whatever, whatever force is losing 300 people a day mm-hmm. just from sniper shots that they can't react to, they don't know how to defend against. So 300 people a day, that turns into a real problem for any military. So as I've been watching this thing unfold in Ukraine, I think it's gonna, I think that's gonna leave a mark. And then on top of that, we have these anti-tank weapons. They have these anti-tank weapons. The anti-tank weapons, uh, this is another psychological thing because as a tanker, a young tanker, what are you thinking? You When you get into a tank, you think you're getting into a, uh, you know, a, a, a place that no one can touch you, no one can bother you, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Now, I never had this feeling. When I was in the back of tanks, when I was in the back of, well, really, I was in the back of Bradley's, but getting into a Bradley, you de- I definitely didn't feel like, oh, I'm untouchable, because Bradley's were getting blown up and destroyed, and it was vicious to die inside of a Bradley. So I never felt any level of comfort when I was getting into a Bradley fighting vehicle to transit somewhere in Ramadi. Why is that? Well, it's because I had seen Bradleys get blown up and seen the damage that it caused and seen the people get killed in those. So let's say you're a young Russian tanker and you know, you've trained and you literally go out and you drive over vehicles and it's cool and you can't hear anything in there because it's such a big, giant, metal, awesome machine. And you're thinking, hey, the Ukrainians don't even have, you know, they've, they've got limited tanks, so we're just gonna kind of dominate. Mm. So now the first day goes by and all of a sudden you hear rumors, right? Hey, wait, they have some kind of anti-tank weapons. They're shooting our tanks and it's destroying our tanks and killing the guys inside. And they, well, how many, how many tanks got knocked out? And all of a sudden it's like seven, 12, 14 tanks. And now all of a sudden, instead of you feeling indestructible, you feel absolutely vulnerable. Mm. And between just those two things, just between the snipers 
and the anti-tank weapons that are being used, both of those are being used very effectively. I think that Russia... So that is a little excerpt of what we are doing on the Jocko Underground podcast. So if you want to continue to listen, go to jockounderground.com and subscribe. And we're doing this we're doing this to mitigate our reliance on external platforms so we are not subject to their control. And we are doing this so that we can support the Jocko podcast, which will remain as is, free for all, as long as we can keep it that way. But we, but we are doing this so we don't have to be under the control of sponsors. And we're doing it so we can give you more control, more interaction, more direct connections, better communications with us. And to do that, we are, we're building a website right now where we'll be able to utilize to strengthen this legion of troopers that are in the game with us. So thank you. It's jockounderground.com. It costs $8.18 a month. And if you can't afford to support us, we can still support you. Just email assistance at jockounderground.com and we'll get you taken care of. Until then, we will see you mobilized underground.